Okay, freaks, this is the guide to your psychopath. This podcast is not about me telling you how you're fucked up. I'm here to learn about your past and how it affects your decision making. I've been studying people for a long time now, but I've never asked them about how their mind goes through the process. I want to read your guide. I want to know how you think and feel. This will not be edited to take snippets out of context, but I believe everyone will benefit from hearing all of the conversation. Learning your guide will make it better for me to understand you. What does it say on the journey to life? I choose a psychopath. I choose the psychopath, that's right. Like I said, my name is Luis Miramontes, and my podcast is called uh, The Guide to Your Psychopath. And so I just uh, go around and I try to interview uh, people about their journey in their life and how they ended up getting to where they're at. Uh, believe it or not, I got a I got a story for you, bro. You got a story for me. That's awesome. Okay. My story starts in Austin, Texas. Okay. Met a woman about five years ago. Saw her a couple of years ago in Mexico. Went to go do some work for her over there in the house that she's got. What part of Mexico? Culiacan. Culiacan, okay. Next to uh, Chihuahua. Yeah. So, met her there. Spent about three months with her there, and I wandered up in California in a small town called um, something with an M. With an N? M. With an M. Moderna? Somewhere around here? Yeah, it's nice. It's probably maybe, maybe an hour away. But the thing is, she was living here in Visalia. And uh, we stood together there with her daughter for a while. And um, she left. She came back over here. Now I left. I went back to Texas. So, we kept communicating and stuff, and so next thing you know, she's like, uh, come to Visalia, come to Visalia. I'm like, what am I going to do? Where am I going to stay? You can stay with me. All right, all right, all right. Well, that didn't happen. Because she's staying with her son, and her son didn't appreciate me showing up. Even though he knew he he knew I was gonna show up, yeah, and I did. He wasn't very appreciative of that. So, he was a older older cat. Uh, not so much older. That's her only son. She got two daughters, and 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 he's the youngest. Okay. But her husband passed away like fifteen, sixteen years ago. So. I was stuck with a situation that uh, I was going to come in, I was going to take care of her and all this bullshit. And, well, uh, it didn't turn out as quite as well as I wanted to. Yeah. So, 
I didn't have a place to go. No. So here I am, out on the streets and stuff, surviving, surviving. And now her daughter found out about it. She's like, I pobrecito David, pobrecito David, you know. I mean, this is my second trip, dude. Out here to California? It's my second trip, man. I told her, I said, look, man, I, said, I, I spent a lot of money, girl. You know? Yeah. That's besides the rings that I bought you and, and stuff that I gave you and stuff, you know? I mean, it's a lot of money out of my pocket, man. I didn't expect to be out here in the damn streets, man. I really did not expect that, dude. Especially, I, you know, now... With the COVID, everything shutting down. She's like, you got your shots? I said, yeah, I went and got my shots, you know? I mean, and what do you expect me to do, you know? I'm here. I'm here for you. That's the whole thing. That's the whole situation. So now her daughter is trying to get us a place. So I'm, I'm sitting here, you know, a little confused about what the heck am I going to do, you know. And she's helping me out a little bit, you know, which is great. Then I said, Luda, well, you know, I'm, I'm going to get a job. Well, when I got a job, and God darn it, I got injured. What kind of job did you have? A warehouse job. Moving around heavy stuff. And I winded up getting by hit by a load. Uh-huh. By some young-ass dude who didn't know. I don't know. He should have been driving in reverse instead of forward. He's got a double stack, so he can't see me. And I'm labeling products, and he comes around the corner, and wham, there I am. Sandwich. So my wrist, my hip, my back, my neck, you know, and I'm stuck, dude. Now I can't work. Doctor says I can't, you know, pick up more than 15 pounds, and I can't walk more than 15 minutes an hour. I can't bend over. I can't kneel down. So I'm stuck without a job. Hard times for you right now. Very hard. It's not, you... it's not pleasurable, man, because I wasn't I wasn't looking forward to all this happening to me, man. I came to see a girl, man. Not be out here on the streets and stuff, man. Were you born in Texas? Born and raised in West Texas and I settled in Austin. Married for 25 years, got three kids. We separated, she went her way, I went my way. She went back to Colorado. I stuck around Austin, I moved around a couple of states here or there. Being a single man, you know. Gotta travel, dude. Gotta enjoy life, man. And I met this girl. And she blew my mind, man. You met her out there in Texas? 
I met her through Facebook. Oh, through Facebook. It's about five years ago. And I came down to visit her in Mexico. So uh, we still hooked. We still hooked up, man. And now it's a position that uh, I said I, I came down here to you know to be with you to hopefully get a place and stuff. You know I gotta get a job. I gotta do this. I gotta do that. I know what I gotta do. Yeah. I said, but uh, it didn't work out. You know, I got injured on the job. Now a doctor says I can't work. All right, so I can't work, man. So what the heck am I supposed to do? Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm stuck in a situation where it's the word, fuck, I'm sorry. But I want to go back to Texas, but yet I didn't, that's not my intentions of coming down there is to turn around and leave, you know? I need to be with her, man. That's my baby. I call her Cali girl. When you met her down in Tech or in uh, Mexico. Yeah. You guys spent a couple weeks down there or how long? We spent three months together, dude. Yeah. It wasn't just like a little fling and shit, man. She already knew. And I already knew. If I go down there and see you, man, we're gonna be together, girl. So when she came back over here to Vasalia, Monrovia is the name of the city where her daughter lived at. Yeah. After three months up there in Mexico, we went to Monrovia. Yeah, that's down in L.A. area. Yeah. Yeah. But an hour away. Yeah. And uh, we stopped there. We lived there. And then she said, she goes, I got to move. I said, what are you going to do? What do you mean you're going to move us? I thought this is supposed to be between me and you. She's like, well, I got a son. I got a son that's got some problems with the job or some bullshit. He was a correctional officer. He got laid off. So he turned around and sued them. So he hasn't been able to work in the last, I don't know, four years or some bullshit. He's got a lawyer, lawyer working on this case. So, um, so she moved in to help him out. And I was left out. So when I was left out, I split. I went back to Texas. And I told her, I said, look, this shit is costing me a lot of fucking money, man. You know? It's, a little, it's like a $700 trip, dude, over there and back, and then come back again. And then this stuff happened. And I bought her an engagement ring, a wedding ring, and a promise ring, and all that stuff. So that was money that I gave her, and I gave her a little grandfather clock cost me $200, you know? That doesn't bother me, dude, you know? I, I did it up from my, from my heart, you know? I did it from my love of her. I mean, so now I'm stuck in this position, dude. 
as to what the heck am I going to do now. So her daughter heard about what's going on and stuff, you know. And then I had the stupid accident, man. Now I, I gotta, I'm trying to get a lawyer to look into it. Workman's comp looking into it, you know. But I just gotta, I just gotta sit here and wait for the whole process to happen. And I don't know anything about state, um, state of California laws, dude. So they're a little complicated, especially it, right now because everybody's trying to claim that stuff. Yeah, but I'm I I I I I'm I'm legit in what I'm saying, dude. I'm not bullshitting you, dude. Yeah. I mean, I got hit by a load by some dumbass kid who's supposed to be driving in reverse when the view can't give. Two pallets stacked on one on top of another, man, you can't see. And I'm all right there around the damn corner, dude. And you come around the corner and you basically sandwich my ass. What what do you expect out of me, man, you know? I said, now here I am, all messed up, dude. Trembling, can't walk. I mean, I can walk, but... That's not the deal. The thing is, I got to deal with this pain every day, dude. You messed up my neck, my back, my hip, my wrist. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's not a good situation, dude. So, uh, and I keep telling her, I said, look, my my son is saying, hey, hey, pops, you want to get your ass back home? I said, no, bro. Come down here for my girl, man. I mean, I'm not leaving, man, until I have her, you know? I didn't make the second trip just for the hell of a dude. Yeah. I said, I love her, man. When's the last time you talked to her? Today. Today? We talk every day, man, for at least a little bit of an hour a day. Sometimes we go up three hours and stuff. But I can't see her no more, man. Her son called the cops on me and shit. You tried going over to their house? That's what it was? I went to the house, dude. I was in there. And then that's when he saw my suitcase shit there. And I said to him, I said, your mom told you I was coming, dude. What's your problem, dude? I don't understand. What is your problem? Well, he's like, well, well, I signed the lease. I said, well, so did your mom. So what what seems to be the problem, dude, man? Well, my dad, before he passed away, said for me to take care of mom. Your mom's a grown-ass woman, dude. Why are you acting like this, man, you know? Let her have a life, man. That's all I'm trying to do. I'm trying to be something with her in her life, man. And I said, I know your sisters. I know the grandkids. I know everybody. But I don't know you. So now this is how you're going to trick me. He's like, yeah, you could go just 
just, just stay right there, I'll get your stuff. And next thing you know, here comes a fucking popo. Police are out there and stuff. I'm like, okay, so what? 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 You know? What makes you think this is going to change anything? It's not going to change anything, dude. I still have plans on seeing your mom, man, you yeah. know? This is my girl. It might be your mom, but it's my girl. You don't know, man, anything about me. So you call them the cops, they ain't got nothing on me. They don't. Okay? I ain't a damn fugitive. He's like, I found you on Facebook. I don't give a shit. So what? So you got a bunch of a bunch of girlfriends. I said, these are friends from my hometown, dude. What is your problem? I'm here to see your mom, and I'm going to see your mom. And the policeman's out there like, hey, uh, you know, if, if I were you, I was like, but you're not me. Okay? You can't stop me, and her son is not going to stop me. There's no way. Yeah. For y'all to think that you're going to get between us? Nope. Say what you want to say. Do what you want to do. But you ain't got nothing on me. You see? Because I'm free, bro. I'm drug free. I do have a little alcohol. I said, but that's it, bro. There's nothing you can put on me to have anything on me. You know? You're doing this because your dad say, uh, take care of mom, take care of mom. Okay, take care of mom. Well, I don't appreciate the way you're taking care of mom. You get locked up in a goddamn room. She doesn't get to go out. She doesn't get to go do this or go do that or whatever the hell. You know, you don't give her any liberty, dude. Yeah. What is your problem? I mean, you, you might have been in correction, I was sure, but that's your mom. Is that a goddamn prisoner? Why you want to treat? I just didn't like it, man. So her daughter said, hey, man, I need to get mom out of there. I said, I know. Oh, her, his sister doesn't like him. No. She's already she's already had two operations, bro. One on the shoulder, one on her knee. Your girl. Yeah. So he thinks that him. I don't know, taking care of her means like controlling her and just keeping her ass in a fucking room and stuff, man. I don't think that's good. No? I told her, I said, I'm, I'm gonna see you, I wanna walk with you, you wanna be outside with you and stuff. She said, yeah, but you know, you know him. I said, I don't give a damn about him, I really don't. She's like, yeah, man. The sister that I stayed with in Monrovia, the daughter, his sister, his younger sister, 
she's like, yeah, I don't know why he's being an ass. I said, well, I don't know either, you know? But my story is, I came down here to be with you, and I could leave any damn time. I just gotta give my son a call. I said, hey man, give me a ticket, bro, and I'll bounce. I said, but I don't wanna bounce, man. I come down here to be with her, dude. So now her daughter is trying to get us a place. Because she's got an older son that's got some problems and stuff. She's trying to get him out of there, out of, out of Monrovia, and bring his ass down here to Asalia. Yeah, that's kind of a hard place to uh, be if you got a lot of problems because there's just too many people down there. There's way too many people. In a small town, well, not that Visalia is a small town, but it feels like a small town. It's better for people, mentally, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm learning more about the town as I get around and get around, you know, and I told her, I said, I, I take the bus a lot. I said, I'm, I'm kind of out in the streets and stuff, you know, I said, but I, I get to manage, you know? I said, I tried to work, and now I got messed up, and now I'm really, really messed up, you know? I told her, I said, I'm in a wheelchair, you know, I, this is my walker, and I carry my stuff with me. And I said, but I, I didn't plan for any of this stuff to happen, man. I said, I said, look at my world now, you know? She's like, why? Well, I'm always thinking back in, my, in the back of my mind, you're gonna leave. I'm like, no. I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna tough this thing out, man. In order for us to be together, because I'm not gonna do this trip again. I'm not gonna do the trip again. So, we need to figure out what the heck we're gonna do. You need to get away from your son. And we need to get our own place, man. That's the only for real thing that I'll be happy about. And if you can do that, I'll love you to the end of the world, man. And she knows it. She knows it, she knows it, she knows it. Because I said, look, I'm here for a reason and it's one reason only. I don't give too much a fuck about California, but I care about you. You just happen to live in California. I'd love to take your ass out of here and take you to fucking Texas. I don't think she would like to leave her, her other kids though. Nah, she wouldn't do it. So I told her, look, I sacrificed everything. I left my kids. I left my grandkids, you know? I'm going to do this for you because I love you. There's no stronger word than love. There isn't. When you love somebody, man, you'll sacrifice. Absolutely. 
And if you got to go 100, you go 100. Ain't no good to go on fucking 80. Or 50. You put your ass out there. Especially if that person loves you back the way, the same way, right? Oh, man. You think she loves you like that? I know she does. She breaks bread with me, dude. Yeah. Because she knows my situation, man. I'm like, hey, man, you know. I never ask her for money. But she's willing to just throw me some money. Here, here, here. I'm like, no, baby, I'm, I'm okay, you know. I said, you know, I got food stamps. I can eat. I'm not going to starve to death or anything like that. She's like, well, but you need to buy some clothes. You need to buy this. You need to buy that. I'm like, yeah, I do, you know. But, uh... I'm not asking you. You know, if you give it to me, you give it to me. She's like, I understand one thing, she goes, I love you. I love what you're doing. And I love the fact that you haven't left. I said, I, I can't leave. I came down here for love. Why in the heck am I going to leave if I don't get my love from you? I know, I know, you know, my son, this is it. I don't give a shit about your son, man. I really don't. He's a grown man. Yeah. So let your mama leave her damn life, dude, and stay the hell out of it. Damn it. You know? Why do you really care, dude? You don't even have a life of your own self. You don't even have a girl of your own self, dude. So you don't know nothing about love, man. And I told him, I said, look, dude, man, we were in, we were in Mexico together, dude. Didn't you, don't you know that? He goes, yeah, I found out. You know, he said, yeah, and then uh, went to go stay with his sister in Monrovia. So what? And I met your other sister, and I met the grandkids, and I met fucking everybody except your ass. And now I know why. I now I know why they didn't want him to introduce me to you. Because <laughs> you're an asshole, dude. They knew he was drama. Yeah. But I wasn't intimidated by him, dude. You know? He want to stand like there like a corruption officer and just want to give me all these looks. I'm like, what? What? What can you do, man? You know? What can you do? You can't do a damn thing to me. You can look at me and stare me down all you want. You don't intimidate. I got kids bigger than you, dude. You know? And I do. I said, I got a kid 6'3", fucking 280 motherfucking pounds, dude. He beat the fuck out of your ass, man. 
I don't see him. I said, well, do you want me to make a phone call? I can call his ass. He'll bring his ass down here to California, dude. Fuck you. I didn't really say fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but I said, you know, fuck it, dog shit. You don't intimidate me, dude. My son doesn't even intimidate my ass, man. So who in the hell you think you are, dude? You're her son. You're not the goddamn guardian or nothing like that. So why do you assume that I'm doing something wrong? I'm loving a woman, dude. This woman just happens to be your mom. And you don't appreciate it. Fine. Stay out of the picture, dude. For real. I mean, why... Why does it bother you if your dad is gone for 15 years now? Oh, my dad said take care of her. I said, well, she can take care of her damn self. Now I'm here to take care of her. You would think if that's what he was trying to do, trying to take care of his mom, that he would have you there so he could watch you, right? Right. I think it's more than that. It is. You think he's trying to treat his mom like a possession? Well, he depends on his mom. Because like I said, he don't have a job. He gets a little income. He pays half the rent. Or supposedly pays about half the rent. But his mama takes care of the rest of the bills. The light, the water, the gas, the cable. She takes care of all that stuff, man. Because he doesn't have no income. He's trying to sue. He's trying to sue the... the, the the state of California for the correction officers releasing his ass. And his lawyer told him, don't don't get a job. Don't work. So he hasn't worked. So he's, he's, he's kind of depending on his mom to support him and stuff like that, you yeah. know? And it doesn't, it doesn't fit me well. It doesn't fit well with the the two sisters that he's got, you know. And they understand the situation. Now, the one sister lives down in Monrovia. Where's the other one at? She's in Monrovia, too. Also? Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I, I, I met them both. Down in Mexico? No, in Monrovia. In Monrovia, okay. I met her other family in Mexico. Her cousins and and all them other people, man. Very nice people, man. Very, very nice. And we all got along, dude. We all got along well, man. Yeah. I had no ill feelings towards anybody. They had no ill feelings towards me. Yeah. You know? So we got along. We got along great, man. That was a cool thing about it. From the beginning to the end, there was like there was n- nothing wrong, dude. No arguments. 
And we, me and my girl, we have never had an argument, dude. Ever, ever, ever. In the five years that I've known her, we have just, we have hooked and stayed hooked, dude. Yeah. We don't By each other's side the whole time. Yeah. So it's like we never had any any issues, any problems. I don't cuss at her. And I told her, I said, I never will. You know, I'm sorry. I said, but I, 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 I love you to death. And I would never in any kind of way disrespect you. She would tell me about her husband and stuff, you know. I said, you know what, but you're not married anymore. He's deceased, you know. Yeah. Then you met me. Now you got me in your life, you know. So I'm supposed to be your man. And uh, you're going to be my girl. And that's how, that's how, that's how I wanted it to be. Come come over here to Vasalia. Come over here to Vasalia. I'm like, I'm... <laughs> are you serious, girl? I talked to my son. I told him, you know, I got a friend coming by. Yeah. Why didn't you tell him I was a freaking lover, not your friend, you know? So when I got there, I dropped my suitcases off there and shit, man. He found them. And one day I went to go see her and stuff, and he's like, I don't know if I, 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 I can allow you to stay here. And I'm like, dude, man, didn't your mom tell you? She was, yeah, she said she had a friend, but I didn't know you were that, that kind of a friend. And I'm like, well, hello. Hello, son. <laughs> Wake up, right? You know, shit. It's reality, bro. So I faced that dilemma, man, and I took it on, you know. So I went went back one day and went to go pick up my stuff, and he's like, hold on, wait out here. I'll get your stuff. And next thing you know, here comes the fucking police. I'm like, yeah, he goes, is there a problem? I said, I don't know. It doesn't seem to me to be a problem, but what are you doing here? Well, I got a call. I'm like, and? (laughs) Is it looking like I'm doing something wrong? I mean, tell me, you tell me why you came here. You know? Yeah. What is it, dude? What did I do wrong? You know, it's not that you did nothing wrong, you know. It's just, he doesn't want you on the property. I said, it's not his property, you know. This guy rents this place as his mom rents it, too. And I'm here to see the mom. I'm not here to see him. So what's, what is the big deal about this thing, dude? I don't understand, man. Well, he just doesn't want you around. I said, no, I don't give a shit what he wants. I'm not here for him, dude. I 
I'm here for my girl. That's my girl inside, right there in that room. If you want to go in and talk to her, go in and talk to her. Don't be afraid, dude. Shit. You want to interview me like, you know, like I'm some fucking suspect, something, some bullshit. I don't give a shit. Run my goddamn name. You know? You ain't got nothing on me, bro. All you got is this guy saying that I don't, he does not want me here. I don't give a shit about him. I'm not here to see him. I'm here to see his mama. And that's my girl. Do you understand that? It is my girl friend. It's not a friend, bro. It's a girlfriend. And I even told his son, I said, you don't even know shit about me, dude. I was with your mama in Mexico. Who do you think repaired that house in Mexico? She had some hurricane damage in the house, bro. I had her do the roof, the ceilings, the floor, the wall, AC, trees, yard, garage cleanup and all this bullshit. I said, who do you think did that shit? And I was with her for three months down there. Then I went to stay with her with a month in Monrovia, dude. So what the heck, man? I mean, it's not like I'm a stranger to the family. I know him. I know both your sisters. I know your cousins and all that shit. I know the grandkids, man. So what? What is it, dude? What is it? My dad said, ah, well, your dad is dead. I'm not here to try to replace your dad. He was like, well, I, I'm not trying to be a, your friend. I don't want you to be my friend. I want us to get along. I want us to talk. I want us to communicate. And I reached out. And he didn't. And she was there. I said, look, I at least tried to reach out to him. I said, but it didn't happen. I said, so now I don't care about him. I'm just trying to be appropriate. And he won't accept it, so don't accept it. So, you know, that's okay. I understand your feeling, but you're not gonna fucking get between us, bro. Where do you stay at night? Park. At the park? Santa Fe Park, man. They don't uh, harass you or do anything like that? Try to kick you out of there? Or is, is there a bunch of people there? Uh. Me and two other guys, two white guys, very cool people. We don't, we don't have a cluster of anything. What I carry with me, that's it. What they carry with them, that's it. He also has a, a wheelchair, so he packs all his stuff in the morning. I pack my stuff in the morning, dude. And the place is clean. We don't, we don't. 
You don't leave a mess or anything like that, we right? Don't, we don't. And 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 plus, people know us there. You know, good morning, good morning. We wave, we say hi, and sometimes they conversate. Sometimes pizza, sometimes water, sometimes ice and stuff. You know. Yeah. So we're not. I mean, and we're drug free. I don't. I don't mess with no drugs, bro. Yeah. I drink. But I don't mess with no drugs, man. People out there, they smoke that shit, like, you know. And I hate it, man. I hate it just for the fact that, you know, they don't seem to have no fucking respect for anything, man. The cops have been out there a couple of times. They know us. But I, I, don't, I don't try to hang out there, dude. I go there to sleep. Early in the morning, I get my shit, I pack it, and I bounce. You, you said that there's other homeless dudes that are kind of harassing you. No, I've, oh. ne- I've never been harassed. One of my friends has been harassed by other, just people around, or yeah, in general, just some dumbass that he didn't like, who happened to stop by there at. The spot where we're at, he says, "Man, you gotta go." He's like, "Well, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you." You know, what are you gonna do? Well, he said, "I'm gonna kick your ass." Well, this guy's seventy-something years old. You can't be fighting no more, man. So he got up, man. You know, and then boom, boom couple of blows and it was over he didn't go down or nothing like that but I wasn't there dude but I was mad I was mad his friend didn't jump jump in and help him he said I did it one time I, I jumped in for him one time and I got knocked out. I said, damn, dude. And like I said, I said, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have cared, dude. I would have gone down, but he's your friend, dude. Friends don't back down from nothing, man. You're supposed to be there, dude, and you know, say, well, you know what? Hey, man, you're fucking with my friend, dude. Don't do that, man. Don't. But I wasn't there. If I would have been there, it would have been a different situation. But I told him, and I said, what the heck are you doing, dude, man? You can't be fighting, bro. You think there's uh, shelters or anything around here for you guys? There is a shelter, man, but we got kicked out. We got kicked out. All all three of us got kicked out of the shelter. So I hang around with them. Yeah. I can go back anytime I want now. After 45 days of, you know, being in the streets and shit. But... Things have changed, man. A 
lot of things have changed down there, dude. At the shelters? You thought because it was, you know, being a shelter that, you know, they'd give you ass break and shit. They used to serve you breakfast, now they don't serve you breakfast. They don't serve you lunch. They give you one meal and that's it. That's it, bro. So come over here to Bethlehem. I get my breakfast there, I get my lunch there, and I chill out out here. Then eventually I make my way way back over there, Santa Fe Street. Then I take that little walk down that trail and get to the park. Set up my blankets, set my stuff up. Spend the night, 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning, I'm up. Then I move. They hang around there like all freaking day and shit, and I, I can't do that, man. I don't want to be known as to being there all day and stuff, you know? And they're two white guys. And being being Mexican and speaking Spanish and shit all the time, I get aggravated. I cuss a lot in Spanish and stuff, and I it bothers them that I talk to my girl in Spanish and they don't understand what the heck I'm saying and stuff. Cause she's Mexican. And I'm like, you know what, dude? I'm gone, man. I just get up early in the morning, whoever's up or whatever, whatever. I'm just like, hey, man, I'm, I'm, I'm going to bounce, bro. I got to go. You guys want to stay and stick around here, you know? Have the cops come by here and say, hey, man, you know, you guys are locals or whatever the heck. But we get along with all the, you know, the people that, that jog around the area and stuff and walk and stuff. Good morning, good afternoon, whatever. And we're just talking to associate, you know. I mean, we're not out there fucking doing drugs and shit, so Cosman there a couple of times and arrested a couple of people and stuff, you know. I mean that's them. That's not us. You know, so I'm cool with them, them being clean and stuff, you know. And I told them, I said, I, I, I can't, I can't get into that shit, dude. Changes people. You know? Turns people evil. Yeah. And you see people up there, man, talking to themselves, cussing and shit for no, I don't know who in the hell they're cussing at or who in the hell they're talking to and stuff. And I'm like, God, I said, is that stuff, does that stuff really do that to them, dude? He's like, yeah, they kind of like hallucinate. I'm like, maybe they should get off that shit, you know? It's not cool, man. It's t- Terrible to see, dude.
You know, there are some some drugs out there that, uh, like uh, ayahuasca, that make you makes you hallucinate, but it makes you look inside your soul to kind of find yourself. But this synthetic stuff, like the heroin, the methamphetamines, and all this other crap, that's the stuff that it's killing people. Yeah. And that's what, that's what most of them are doing, dude. And I'm, and I look at them and like, you're homeless. Where in the hell you get money for that shit? <laughs> right? You know? <laughs> I just don't understand it, man. I'm not trying to find an answer to it. Because I ain't got to fucking deal with it, you know? Yeah. Give me a dollar fifty, I'm cool. I can go buy me a fucking beer and that's it, bro. What kind of beer do you drink? Uh, Bud Ice. Bud Ice. Nice. I like that stuff. It's got a nice flavor to it. It does. It's not very fucking strong or anything like that. No. You know? I can sip on it for a while. Then you get tired, then you want to rest and stuff, and that's what I'm doing now. I, I, don't, have, I don't have a beer on me, so I'm, I'm good, you know, because I know I got to take this long-ass freaking walk, man. So I don't want to be fucking stumbling and all that bullshit. So. Yeah. I know my mission. I know how much I can take, man. Then I talk, gotta talk to my girl. I come charge up my phone here. I come charge my phone over there. I can charge my phone at another place. You know, that's why I hit the street to charge my phone, man. Because I like watching movies. I like watching some comedy and stuff. What's the last movie you watched? Um, Something with a Steven Seagal. Under Siege? No, that wasn't that one. Above the Law? I think that was it. Above the Law. He's not a very good actor, man, but the guy the guy can fight, you know. You know he's a, a real Aikido master? Yeah. Yeah. So some of that stuff that he does is he's been practicing for a long time. And then I watched uh, Eddie Griffin... Cat Williams. Oh, there's some funny motherfuckers. Kevin Hart. Yeah, you know. man. I don't mind watching that, you know. Then I went and bought a radio today. Second so listen to some music and stuff, you know. You know, I've been catching myself uh, listening to a lot of the older comics, like uh, Robin Williams and uh, I forget who else it was, but like Richard Pryor and all them. The old I, I, uh, I, I picked them up the other day. Richard Pryor was uh, bad motherfucker. <laughs> that dude is that dude. He fucked up his life, man. 
Yeah, he set himself on fire. I remember one day I was watching a, the comedy and the guy I said, go, I've seen him jokes he guys been having and he pulled out a pack of matches and he's like, look, 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 Richard Pryor. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you dumbass motherfucker. <laughs> So what do you plan on doing with this, this recording and stuff? This is my hobby. And so I talk to a bunch of people so that I can get their experiences on how they've, uh, the choices they've made in their life and has led them up to where they're at right now. Um, I've talked to a lot of people, some homeless, some not. Uh, some of my friends. I've even interviewed my son just to see what he had to say. And uh, I put it out there so people can listen and maybe they can learn something from you too. Yeah, I mean, it's back to me. I mean, my choice was my choice. My son told me, are you sure you don't want to do this, dude? Are you sure you want to go? How about if it doesn't work out? I said, it has to work out. This is my second trip, dude. You know, there's not gonna be a third trip. You know, I said, I, I'm leaving behind what I'm leaving behind. You know, take care of my car. Here's the keys. I don't give a heck about it. I haven't told him to sell my car, <laughs> you know. <laughs> because I don't know what's going to happen here, but if, if I can make it with her, then I'll sell it, you know? But that's not my point right now. My point is, man, I, I'm, I'm on a mission, bro. Well, I think you have to take care of yourself, too. You mean, try to get better with that hand. Your hand looks kind of swollen. It is very got hit with 5,000 pound load. That's a lot. I got hit with that and smashed against a 2,500 pound load. Good thing it was flour. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so my hand took the impact first and then my hip, my back and my neck flip blasted and shit. And so I was just like I got off the fucking ground. I looked at the dude. I said, the fuck's wrong with you, man? Why are you coming and... Why weren't you... Why were you not coming in reverse? Because you can't see... You have a double-stacked road, dude. You can't see in front of you, dog. I didn't see you. Well, no shit. I, apparently you didn't, bitch, because you fucking hit me. Did you end up going to the hospital? Yeah. So now I got a lawsuit, and uh, I got a workman's comp working on another situation. So they're trying to take care of me, trying to, you know, I got laid off by them. 
And then after I, you got injured, you got laid off. After I got that same fucking day, at the end of the day, they're telling these guys, "Yeah, see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow." I said, "What about me?" He says, "Like, nope." I'm like, "Okay, it's because of the injury, right?" Uh, we don't know anything about that. I said, well, you're going to fucking find out. So I, I reported it to my temp agency, man. I told him, I said, man, this guy fucking smashed my ass, man. And I told my girl, I said, I'm sorry, man. I was trying to get a job, man, trying to, you know, make some money, you know, and, and help us out with the situation, you know, get a place. But now I'm screwed. I can't pick up more than 15 pounds. I can't walk more than 15 minutes a freaking hour. I can't bend down. I can't kneel down. I can't climb. I tell you, I can't do a shit. So I'm kind of screwed in this situation, man. But you're still holding on to love. Holding on is what I got to do, bro. I can't be loose. I'm hanging, but I ain't fucking dead. So I, I get a, I get a, I gotta give that to Christ, man. It's like, okay, thank you for watching over me, man. But damn, dude, look at me. But my girl still loves me, man. It's the only thing that I need, dude. I need her love, man. And I got it. You know, a good woman will make a man. Right? Yep. Guys can walk around all they want. But she knows me. She knows me inside and out, dude. When I was in Mexico, she's like, man, you know a lot of shit, don't you? I'm like, yeah. Her daughter found that stuff out, too, when I went to go do some work on her house. She's like, mom, you know... Where'd you find this guy? <laughs> <laughs> He's always doing something around the house. That's him. You know? If he sees anything wrong with it and if he can fix it, he'll fix it, you know? It's just a handyman, bro, you know? And she found that out. I mean, those those three months that I did work, I did all that shit by myself. You learned how to be a handyman when you were a kid? Yeah. My stepdad showed me that shit. He showed me that shit when I was young, dude. He took me under his arm, dude, and said, hey, man, uh, I'm going to tell you one thing, dude. I really don't like you to be out in the streets, man, so I'm going to take you to work. Work over here, work over there, you know. Make your money. 
This that, was in Texas? Yeah. That way you always have money in your pocket. You don't have to steal. You don't have to do this and do that, you know, fuck with drugs and shit. I mean, I got you, bro. You know, hell. Show me, you know. Cement, roofing, yard work, you know. Your stepdad, was he a white, Mexican? Uh, Chicano. A Chicano. I mean, I was, I was, I was edging with a pair of scissors they call clippers back in the day. Yeah. I was edging yards with that, man, because you know what? The money that you make, that's your money. I just want you to learn how to work. You know? I'm going to put you on the roof, and I'm going to show you. And do some semen work, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you a little bit of electrical work. And I said, I don't like electrical. <laughs> you know? But he did. He did a good job, bro. I instilled that knowledge into my kids, man. I said, look, dude, if you know, if you want some money, I'll take your ass to work. In the weekends or whatever, you know. I said, but uh, I don't need you off in these damn streets, man. And they never were. They were never into no gangs or anything like that stuff, you know. Was that a big issue like it is here in California? Austin, Texas, bro. Come on. That's ATX, bro. That's a capital, man. A lot of shit goes on. Yeah. You got your north side, south side, east side, west side. And they're all different people, man. Different races. Black, white, Mexican. Yeah. Black people over here, white people over here. You got your college students over here, you know. And then you got our barrio, you know. It's a little mixture there. But I'm good. I'm happy for them, you know. Now my youngest son's got his own little business and stuff, you know. That's good. What does he do? He actually does windows. He's got a company called Crystal Clear Windows and More. And the more is he'll take any other job, you know. He does uh, landscaping, lawn maintenance. He does it all. Cut trees and brush and all that kind of bullshit. Right now, he's actually a, 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 a property manager, dude, for this real rich-ass fucking dude. That dude is so rich, he got a house in, in Austin, Texas, on the lake. And he's got a house here in California, and he's got a house in Florida. So my son maintains his property, dude. So I go out there, I hang around with him, you know. Hey, Pops, you know, can you do this? Hey, Pops, can you do you know, I say, yeah, 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 you know. Because I know how to do a little bit of everything, yeah. you know. Hey, Pops, what you know about this? I said, well, what, what do you need to know? 
if I can do it, are you going to help me out with it, or what the heck, you know? Is it my project, or is it our project? And I'll get into it, you know? Because I just happen to know it, you know? I did some remodeling work and stuff, so I know what the heck I'm doing, you know? I did that shit in Denver, Denver, Colorado. How was it out there? It's beautiful as hell, dude. Cold as fuck, though. Hell yeah. <laughs> I've been to the East Coast. I've been to the West Coast. I've been up North. I've been up South. So I've done some traveling. I was an hour away from New York City. That's way up East, bro. But I do some traveling, man. It's good, you know. And after my divorce and separation and shit, I was married 25 years, dude. I got married at 18 years old. Had my three kids and stuff, man. So after they were grown up and stuff, you know, after my daughter's quinceanera, I got two boys and a girl. My first kid was born in '81. So, and my, my last one, I think, was born in '95. And the 25 years of marriage, then we kind of separated and stuff. You guys just couldn't stand each other, or? No, I'm just fucking around too much, man. You were? She's like, you know, I, I think it's time. I said, well, you know, do what you're going to do, man. Grab what you're going to grab, and I don't give a shit about the rest. And I didn't, man. Get your stuff and leave, man, and I'm gonna get my shit. I'm gonna fucking leave. Did you love did you love your wife at that time? Yeah. As a person or Well shit, I met her when I was fifteen, dude. Got married at eighteen. Twenty five year marriage. Yeah. I mean, we still talk now, you know. But she went her way. She went back to Colorado, and I'm like, all right, you know, are you going to fucking leave? Well, I'm going to fucking leave, too. So that's when I went and bounced around. This state, that state, another state, another state. Feels good to move around like that, right? It does. You got the money, bro. Just got to work a little bit, save up some money, man. And you know what? Hey, man, I want to go over here. So you look at the map, spin the globe, and <laughs> touch the motherfucker. That's right. Yeah, it's a good life. But now it's time for me to settle down, dude. I think I'm. I think I made the right choice, man. I'm just having some problems with it right now. 
but I'm not giving up, bro. I can't. My job is not done. Do you think this would be worth it if you didn't have to struggle? I think struggle comes with it. Yeah. Struggle just means, all right, bro, how, how, how far are you willing to go? Well, let's see. I'm out here. Well, how much struggle do you want me to have? You know, I'm not in jail. I don't do drugs. So, shit, apparently I'm doing all right, you know? The law ain't looking for my ass. The law ain't got no right to look for my ass. I don't rob, I don't fucking steal. I got money in my pocket. That ain't the most money in the goddamn world. It's enough to feed you, though, right? Yeah. That's all you need? You know? And there's places to go eat here and there, you know, wherever. So it's not a problem. It's a good thing about life, man. If you're tested, dude, if you're tested and tested and tested and tested and you still hold strong, dude, your character is being built by how much you can sustain, you know? How much are you willing to take and how long will you take it? Well, I'm going to take it until I'm freaking happy. That's what I want to be, dude. I've come here for love, and I want to be loved, and I want to be happy. This is my last chance at this shit. I mean, I could probably, you know, pursue somebody else, but I don't want to, man. This girl's been in my life for too long. And she knows the struggles that I go through, man. She's like, ay, pobrecito, David, pobrecito. I'm like, eh, don't pobrecito me, my ass. Help me, baby. That's what I need. You need to get me on these goddamn streets, man. I try to do what I try to do, man. I try to get a job, and I got messed up, man. I'm sorry, babe. Doctor won't let me work. I can't get a goddamn job. You know? So I gotta hang on. And I told her, so my son says, anytime I wanna go back. You'll get my ass a ticket, you know, take my ass back. I said, I don't want to go back. Don't, that's the thing, girl. I need to be with you. I want to be with you. That's my life. That's my whole intention, man. Don't you turn your back on me, man. And she hasn't, man. I'm sorry, amor. I'm amor, amor, amor. Ah, okay, okay, okay. But we're still in the same damn situation, girl. 
you, they were just swimming. I'm gonna fuck out here, goddamn streets, man. I'm struggling. I said, sometimes I cry. You know? Yeah. Doesn't mean you're not a man. Doesn't mean you're not strong, right? And I told her, I said, look, man, my feelings and everything, when it hurts, it hurts, you know? I said, and sometimes I just got to let my shit out. Like you're, 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 you're sensitive <laughs> Of course but you're sensitive I said, well, It's not so much of being sensitive It's just my emotional feelings Make it sensitive You know I said because it hurts You know She's like You're going to make me cry I said nope I do the crime for us. <laughs> you know. But it's for a reason, and it's all because of freaking love, dude. You know. And as I told her, I said, you know that. She's like, I know I'm more, I know I'm more. I said, I I know, I know, I know, I know. Well, then do something about it. I can't do anything. I can leave forget about this whole shit. That can never freaking happen. I said, but I can't. My love for you is too damn strong, man. And it is, bro. I've known her for five years, man. And nobody knew what the fuck I was doing, man. Who is this Cali girl? Because I called her Cali girl. Who the heck is this Cali girl, dude? I said, I met her in Corpus Christi, dude. What's what's so good about her? I said, she's got a nice personality, man. She's nice. You know, never heard her cuss or anything like that, you know. She's a respectful woman, dude. So I got to show her my respect back, you know. I said, and up to this up to this point, we've never had an argument. We've never had a cuss word between us, you know. Yeah. I said, and I just I love her for that part, dude. She kind of keeps my ass straight, you yeah. know. So I get I, I give her props on that, bro. Well, David, 
I think if you hold strong, I think you'll uh, end up being on the right side of love. Just got to hold in there. You got to make yourself better, though. Yeah, that was a short word, man, but God, that means a lot, dude. You got to get healthier. I know that much. I know. I'm stuck in a bad situation, dude. Like I said, I, I, I don't mess with no drugs or shit. The only thing I can do, man, is have a beer here and there, and hopefully all this shit goes away, man. I take one fucking pill. I mean, I, I take other pills, too. But the pills I take are like for my uh, for my diabetes. I take one for my uh, allergies, and the ibuprofen 800 is what I take for my pain. That makes me sleep well at night. Cause some nights I got I gotta toss and turn and shit, and I'm like, fuck, man, I need to go to sleep, man, and I can't. I got all this stuff running through my mind, bro. My question is why, 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 why? And I don't get an answer, man. Nobody gives me a correct answer, dude. So I know the situation that I'm in, man. I don't like being in it. But I know, I know things are going to get better, man. With the grace of God, man. By the grace of God, yes. Well, I wish you all the best. And I know that if you hold strong, you'll be, like I said, you'll be on the right side of love. Thank you for this. I appreciate you. you talking to me. Thank you. You brought out something that was holding in. Yep. That's good. All right. I'll talk to you later. I got your, I got your card, bro. Yep. Well, that's it for now. I want to be clear on something. No one person grows up the same. Everyone has their own opinion and how they come up with it. That's why I started this so that I can understand you and your guide to your path. If we all have different strengths, then maybe, just maybe, we can learn from each other.